Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sometimes needing new tires can catch us by surprise. That's why tire power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tirepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Welcome back to SEN on this Tuesday evening. Damien Watson with you. If you want to text in, 0433981116. Well, the Socceroos are going to be aiming to claim their 12th consecutive victory when they meet Japan tonight in their World Cup qualifying fixture. While Australia has been in pretty good form, the same can't really be said about the Japanese who are at risk of dropping out of the race even to claim a World Cup spot. Joining me on the line to preview tonight's clash is former Sydney FC and Melbourne Heart goalkeeper Clint Bolton. He's a member of our A-League radio team as well. Clint, Welcome once again. Thanks, Damien. Uh, two years ago, would you have envisaged this would be the scenario heading into 2022 where the Socceroos would be on this streak and Japan struggling a little bit? And the simple answer is no, Damien. Um, <laughs> you know, who could have foreseen the couple of years we've had, think back to 2019, how different this world was. And, um, you know, it's those people and when we're talking about football and the teams within football, it's been those that have been able to adapt and roll with this new environment, these new conditions that we find ourselves in that have flourished. And the Socceroos have certainly done that. So big congratulations to Arnie. You're pleasantly surprised by that in many ways because the Socceroos didn't really have much on-field time, obviously, because of the restrictions that were imposed in 2020. And yet they've continued on their merry way in a sense. Are you pleasantly surprised in some ways? Although it's got to be said, they're a pretty well-strung unit. I guess we'd all be surprised to some degree at, at how well they have gone during these couple of years. Uh, think about the the squad and with all due respect to all the players, you know, there's a lot of untested players yeah. that were thrown into the team two years ago. A couple of names we'd never heard of. Sutar in particular, Karacic, Rustic. So, you know, there's a lot of unknown within this particular squad. Uh, think about playing... 11 of those 12 games on this run outside of Australia. Uh, you'd think within that particular number, there'd be a, a draw or a loss along the way. Mm. So there's plenty of surprise. Um, but whatever, whatever Arnie's doing is magic. It's, uh, it seems like whenever you hear any of the boys talking um, and not talking specifically football, they're reflecting on how good the environment is. Mm. So Arnie's provided a very very uh, settled environment in really turbulent conditions when we think about the world. Just on Graham Arnold himself, I mean, you, along with many others in football circles, would know about his attributes. Does he have a calming influence? Is that one of his greatest attributes? What is it about him? I think he made a pretty significant change halfway through his Sydney FC career where he had a real healthy dose of self-reflection and he started to invest a lot more in in emotional training, emotional intelligence training. I started to get a few people on board at Sydney FC that dealt with these side of things, the the mental side of things, the emotional side of things. And Arnie's really driven that uh, in the last couple of years at Sydney where they, where they 
had a lot of success, and now he's taken that, I think, within to the Socceroos setup. So there's a lot of positive messaging that comes out of Arnie now. There's, there's healthy reflection on what's gone uh, behind, but there's always a positive mindset to what's ahead. And I think that's a really... It's a good, I think it's a good sign of a modern manager and what you need um, to, to deal with modern players. Uh, modern players seem to need a lot more in those particular departments, the mental side of the game, the emotional side of the game. And I think Arnie's learned that along the way. And he, because of that, his, his soccer routine has been built on the foundation of that. Yeah, I tend to agree. There seems to have been a generational change, I think, across all quarters, not just football. We're speaking with Clint Bolton on the line ahead of the Socceroos clash with Japan tonight. I personally still think there's further scope for improvement still for the Socceroos, despite their good form. There have been times I've noticed in matches where they've struggled to break down certain embedded defences in some parts of the game. Do you think they still have room for improvement? Plenty of room for improvement. That's the beautiful the beautiful thing when you when you reflect on this 12-game run. Uh, 12 wins in a row, but still plenty of improvement to be had. Still untested in a lot of ways. This test tonight against Japan is going to be a big one, mm. with Japan backs against the wall, six points behind the top two teams. Uh, you know, they're playing in front of their home crowd, although it's not a, a full-packed stadium. It'll still be a healthy crowd. So this is a, a different test for this particular group of Socceroos players. Um, but there's this serious still significant areas for improvement within this team. And I look most, like you just touched upon at the attacking end, of course, there's going to be still issues around breaking down teams that have stacked defences, which traditionally we've seen within the Asian, the Asian Confederation when we come up against teams. So that's, that's nothing new. I think even better teams than this one have struggled to break down teams in the qualifying process. So that's not a surprise. Um, they do need... When I'm looking to the future in the World Cup next year and beyond, they still need a, a, a good number nine, a good striker. Uh, we don't really have a settled striker in this particular team um, that can take us into the future, I think. So that's a position that's up for grabs. But when I reflect on this team overall, it's still the defensive end that worries me. That's, that's why I'm going to be keeping a close eye on, on the game tonight and how Japan attacks through the middle of the park I still think there's big question marks around the centre of defence and the holding midfield role. Um, just looking to the long term, I still believe we still need significant improvement there. Um, I think it's been a, been a reflection on probably about 20 years of Socceroos' performances that our defensive end has really been the worry mm. uh, in, in overall. We've had a good run of games just recently where we're not conceding many goals but not being overly tested. At the same time, so when I think to the long term, central striker role and that central role in defence is where my mind goes to. We'll touch on the Japanese in just a moment. Just a last one on the Socceroos. Tell us about the impact and importance of Harry Suter and also Martin Boyle. They've received a lot of publicity during the week. They've been in good form domestically, as we know. The former, in particular, has played brilliantly in the last 18 months for Stoke. Uh, the six foot six beam pole. How do you notice those guys and their contributions? Sutar, it's all about his strength at set pieces. We've just become such a weapon. We've become, soccerers have become very dangerous at set pieces. And that's not just through him um, and his aerial ability. He also attracts a lot of attention. So other players, and particularly I'm thinking of Matthew Leckie, uh, have become really dangerous at set pieces. So all of a sudden, 
there's, there's certain things that have never changed in football and goals from set pieces will always be there. So it's good to have that. Um, but defensively, there's still question marks, I believe, around, around him. So, so there's, this, there's this balancing act with playing Suter at the moment. Um, Boyle, he's a threat, constant threat. He's another guy we'd barely heard of a couple of years ago mm. coming into this team and seeing he's really settled, um, you know, playing down the right in the last game, but playing down the left as well. And he just looks comfortable. Uh, he's another example of a player that seems to be in a comfortable environment when he comes into the Socceroos setup, and and he's scoring goals importantly. Speaking with Clint Bolton on the line ahead of the Socceroos v Japan clash tonight. Just from a Japanese point of view, is this the lowest ebb in terms of confidence Japan have experienced in some ways since the Socceroos defeated them back in the 2006 World Cup campaign? I know it's only a short period of time, but obviously they fell to Oman and, and Saudi Arabia, and they've always been considered for the most part to be the benchmark of Asian football, is there a danger they could miss out on the World Cup altogether? Yeah, there's a significant danger. I think depending on the result tonight and how Saudi Arabia go, they can kiss a automatic qualification goodbye if they don't finish top two, which mm. it would be hard to do depending on results tonight. Uh, they, they seem to be on this, this trend, this, just this dip in form over quite a few years now. Um, the last World Cup, they, I think they surprised at how well they actually did in getting a, a result or two there, um, considering the form they went into that World Cup. Yeah. In, um, so they, they seem to be on this downward trend or in this hump at the moment, and it doesn't seem like they're going to be getting out of that anytime soon. Significant pressure on, on the coach and his future, depending on the result tonight. Um, I think I think I can't think of a time where... Where I didn't feel where I, where I felt less confidence in the Japanese team than I do now, um, and that's my time in football in general. <laughs> so this could be the lowest step in Japanese football that I've ever experienced, and and they seem like a team and a setup while still having quality players there. Mm. A lot of them, most of them, playing in Europe, they just seem so low on confidence. Yeah, it's a salient point you make because the Japanese media have been at pains to point out that despite the increase on their list of some pretty top-class players, the results have been getting worse. So is it something yeah. to do with the coaching hierarchy in your view? Are they getting the most out of the players in a pragmatic way? Hard to tell. Really hard to tell. Culturally, Japan uh, is very different to Australia and, and other you know, Western countries. Uh, and I can't speak to exactly... Those differences. Uh, I have been to Japan a few times, and uh, I know that uh, they don't like letting down their superiors um, culturally. In the past, maybe that continues to this day, and and because there's been this run of poor form, this run of poor form and poor results, that 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 weighs on them heavily, and they can't get out of that mindset. Possibly that's the case, but the truth is, I don't really know. Obviously, um, but uh, it, it's a sad state of affairs to see Japan struggling because there's such a in in good times it's such a beautiful team to watch technically yeah. a gifted nation and and i'm sure t- tonight you'll see a lot of those technical qualities but it's a case of confidence i think i believe with that team and it only takes a few games to turn that around um but at the moment they're struggling to find a run of form just as an observer clint when you look at Asian football holistically, do you think those recent Japanese losses say more about the improvement in standards of football in Asia, or is it simply purely a decline from a Japanese point of view? 
Well, age is improving all the time. That's that's a given. And I think it's more a reflection on Japan and what they're going through at the moment uh, is a simple answer. Speaking with Clint Bolton, just a few more before I let you go. Japan have only scored one goal in their last three matches. Do the Socceroos follow the same tactics as Oman and Saudi Arabia in nullifying their opposition scoring power, or do they try to change things up, conscious of the fact that the Japanese, they're very intelligent, they'd be learning from those previous results? Yeah, tough one. Tough one. I expect Arnie to, to deliver more of the same. Uh, expect a couple of couple of uh, changes out, out of the 11. I expect to see Aramoy start this match and and possibly Karacic down the right-hand side. So I think there'll be a couple of changes in that regard. But I don't think there'll be a change in, in the approach to the game and, and the way they play. Um, it'll be interesting because I, I do believe a modern manager can, has to be flexible as well. So I want to see like a plan B, a plan C, maybe looking forward to a World Cup where you come up against tougher, harder opposition. If you don't train situationally in the, in the lead up, then you'll be caught out at the World Cup. So maybe Arnie is thinking about, you know, how do we defend deeper uh, possibly and then start hurting teams in transition a bit more? Or do we continue with the same sort of higher press and, and trying to really strangle teams in the attacking half and then punish them when we get the ball. What's your predicted scoreline, Bolts? Wow. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not many goals. Uh, I think it'll be a tight game, 1-1. One, one. All right. And just one more before I let you go. Former Socceroos striker Ellie Babala's signed with the Newcastle Gents. He's returning to the A-League for the first time since 2019 when he played with the Brisbane Roy. He started his career with the Melbourne Heart. You played, of course, at the Melbourne Heart. Uh, just tell us a little bit about, obviously, for those who are probably unaware of his contribution, played for the Socceroos a couple of times, as I said, uh, what he can bring to the table with the experience under his belt at the Jets. First words that come to mind when I think of Ellie. Is and I did play with him when he first started mm. at Melbourne Heart. I was there. Is wasted talent at the moment. He's he's when I think about the Socceroos and the type of player they would love to have as the number nine, Ali Babal would fit that bill beautifully. His technical ability is of a first class striker. Um, but for whatever reason, he's just made poor decisions along the way. His body has let him down at times and just hasn't been able, been able to to meet the talent that he obviously has. So hopefully this is just another opportunity for Ali to find some good, consistent form in Newcastle Jets while struggling in recent times. Maybe it's the perfect place for Ali to, to kickstart his career. It's, it's a shame to see these players, and you see them along the way, mm. that seem to waste their ability, their God-given right to play the game. So hopefully he can refine some good form and possibly knock down the door of the Socceroos at a later date. And hopefully some maturity comes into play as well, and that always happens when yeah. you build experience. Hey, Bolts, you're a very mature man yourself, mate. You're always a great contributor. <laughs> Thanks very much for joining us, and we'll cheer on the Socceroos tonight. Cheers, Damien. Thank you. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.